Hey guys. Hi. Welcome back to another episode of Red Flags and Rosé. I'm Kaylee. I'm Megan. And we're glad that you guys are back for another week. Yeah. Another week of videos. Yeah. Hopefully you liked the first one. Checked it out, or at least like the clips that we were able yeah. to incorporate. Um, follow us on TikTok. We'll be posting there more frequently. Yeah, we will. But Red Flags and Rosé on YouTube. You can watch us bullshit with you if uh, just being on your stereo or whatever the fuck kids call it these days isn't enough. Your car, <laughs> your JBL speaker, your AirPods. Yeah, whatever. play us from your Apple Watch. Yeah, you know. depending on the setting. I think it's funny when I look and it's like somebody played us from their Alexa. I'm like, you go. <laughs> like, go you. I need to get one of those. I don't know. I don't trust them. I don't either. You're right. My parents have one in like every room of the, ha- well, apartment now. I'm like, y'all don't need that much coverage. No. But anyways, how was your week this week? It was Okay. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. It was kind of tiring. Um, pretty much worked. Mm-hmm. Was a mom. <laughs> As always. <laughs> um, the only good thing this week was Friday. Yesterday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because. I was going to say, what made it good? I didn't have to work. Oh, we love that. <laughs> um, and then Bridgerton came out. Oh. I was just telling Kaylee that she has to watch it because it's so good. And I won't give is away. It still <clears throat> worth the watch without. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Daphne is in it, mm-hmm. but he is not. Yeah. So she just kind of plays it off as like, oh, I'm here. But you only see her fucking kid one time. So I'm like, who takes care of your kid? They're, I guess, I don't or have the money. Yeah. But that bummed me out so much when I found out he wasn't going to be in there because, man, he really did something for me. Let me tell you something. brother, Anthony, I'll do something for you, too. Yeah? Yeah. Is he the oldest one? Yes. Oh, yeah, because they're named in alphabetical order. Yeah. What do you mean? Anthony, B, C, Daphne... (laughs) I don't know. Someone at work was telling me about it because she read the books first. Oh, okay. So the kids are named alphabetically. Because then it's Eloise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of cool because you go back and you see more of their backstory as a family this time around. Yeah. Because it kind of contributes to how Lord Anthony is yeah. and why he's so weird. But without giving away any spoilers, the first couple episodes were getting on my nerves. Because they try to play it the way they did with Daphne Mm -hmm. and the Duke, where it's like, you know, there's that connection, and they're just not doing it. Yeah. They're just not doing it. And you're like, come on. Just fuck. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Not kidding. (laughs) I was. The whole time I'm like, I was tension. The first time, the first season, when all that happened, I was shook when they showed all that shit. But I was like, Mm, get it, girl. (laughs) And what made me very happy was um, finding out that the scene on the ladder was the first scene they ever did together in the first season. Yeah. Isn't that wild? To, like, get their comfort up with each other. I'm like, 
All right. Okay. I mean, to be honest, that was kind of like the beginning of my the longest relationship I've ever been in. You know? I mean, we were wrong. fucking around. You're not wrong. And then it became a beautiful, beautiful relationship. Yes. <laughs> um, but other than that, I told Kaylee I stayed up till like midnight last night trying to watch it. But I made myself go to sleep because I finally got to the episode where you, something is about to happen. Yeah. And it keeps drawing you in and you're like, I it's going to keep happen. doing. But I know when it happens, I need to be all in for that because then <clears throat> I just have a feeling it's going to be like sex scene after sex. Yeah. You know? just and I the can't same stop watching way. it then. So. Right. For real. But the women they got for this season. Apart from the sisters and stuff that were already on there, mm-hmm. beautiful. I was gonna say I, I saw them in the previews, and I'm like, man, beautiful. These girls are stunning. And if you've seen Sex Education on Netflix, um, I think no surprise, I have not. You would like it. Yeah. It's it took a little bit, but one of the girls that plays kind of like the mean girl on there, I cannot think of her name. But that is who plays Kate, or the Miss Sharma in Bridgerton. Okay. So this is kind of like her first leading role. Hmm. Um, But other than that, took Maisie for her nine-month appointment. That's crazy. (laughs) Only three months to plan her first birthday. Stop. We're not talking about it. I mean, that's like me turning thirty. We're not talking about it. Yeah, we don't have to acknowledge that. (laughs) We still have a whole another year plus for that. I'm not even twenty-nine yet, but still. Yes. It's going to be sad. It will be, but the fun part is planning the party, so it we'll is. focus on that. I have most of it in my cart. Just have to buy it and What's figure out theme? where I want to do it. Holy cow, I'm one. Oh, that's cute. I know. And I think we're Austin wants to rent like a woolly cow. Please do. From the party. What do you mean? I am I am supporting you, Austin. I want to I want to take pictures with that. I'm gonna be the one that you guys are like cutting the cake and stuff, and you turn around and I'm riding the woolly cow. <laughs> yeah, I fully support that. Okay, I'll think about it. It's kind it's of expensive. Super cute. It's expensive. Yeah, <clears throat> we'll see. I'll Have him work some OT. Like a- be like, pick up a side job. Like, we'll if you really want that woolly cow. Yeah, I'll put a GoFundMe on our page. Yeah. If you all want content <laughs> with a woolly cow. I mean, baby. if you want to see me ride a woolly cow, uh-huh. GoFundMe to come. <laughs> um, other than that, her appointment went okay. I was kind of telling you before, mm-hmm. it wasn't exactly what we thought, because usually you go in for your checkups. Um, they see them at like the day after you get out of the hospital, one month, two month, three month, five, no, three months, six, six months, and then nine months. So I'm like, that's a long stretch, and she won't go back until she's one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay, we're just going to get a little finger prick. A little vaccination? No. <laughs> she has to get more testing done for anemia, her heart murmur, she's going to a cardiologist, and then she had an ear infection. Yeah. 
Poor girl. Yeah, but now she gets to take that good ass amoxicillin. It tastes like bubble gum. You know, you she's remember. gonna get the good good. That's... She did, and that shit made her off the walls. I was gonna say she was wired, huh? Off the they fucking put walls. actual sugar in there. I'm they convinced. did or something crack. Yeah, because she t- <laughs> we gave it to her. I think we gave it to her at like five, and then we went to dinner. Uh huh. After last night. Cause I was like, her, that was our first dose of it, and at dinner, I have never in my life like usually she'll be eating or something. She's yeah. like, ah! but not crying, screaming, just, just like, like happy screams. Yes, yeah, and just staring at you and laughing, and I'm like, Aww. oh god, oh lord. But today she was not that great. Yeah, just not feeling good, probably. No. Yeah. No, it doesn't help that she's teething. You know, really you know, not baby's feeling good. Fucking hard. Yeah. I mean, shit. I can't even imagine having to deal with the pain of, like, teeth breaking. No. Tooth pain is not a joke. I don't remember that. I but, mean, like, you remember even, like, as a kid when you lost your tooth? When yeah, that, but there's already the hole for it to come through. I know they're that's bigger, true. That's true. but, like, it's got to pierce through. Mm. Ew, why? Our bodies are fucking weird. They are. Why? Very weird. Why do we have to have two sets? Milk teeth, and then well, <laughs> well, that's what they're called. I know. But it, I feel like it's probably Could you for imagine? the benefit of the parents not having to really get in there and floss their five-year-old's teeth. You know, they. Could you imagine if a baby like Maisie had like our teeth? Could you imagine as adults having baby-sized teeth? <laughs> Like, what if, I mean, some people do. <laughs> you said it's not, not me. to hate. I dated a guy like that, and he was very self conscious about it because he couldn't even get braces. This was when I was at UK. You're kidding. I say dated lightly. We hooked up. I went over there, and I mean, he got really sad when I stopped because he's like, if I would have known that you wanted to go out, then we, I was like, I said it all the time. I don't want to watch cops and suck your dick. Like, that's not the dream. But anyways, he couldn't even... Especially at 21. I was 19, 19. so I was a little stupid. Or, But but yeah, he couldn't get braces because his teeth were so little that there were, like, spaces in between each one. Yeah. But anyways. Okay. The more you know. (laughs) That's so sad. It is. Sorry about your teeth, buddy. Yeah, I hope you're doing well. <laughs> if you're listening. Probably not. <laughs> um, other than that, yeah. it's pretty boring. Well, yeah. Like my mom says, sometimes it's better to not have much happening than to have a whole bunch of bad shit happening. That's true. That is true. Just tired. Yeah. I feel you. <laughs> Definitely feel you. But... What about you? Yeah. <laughs> I actually have notes today because my mind has been so scattered this week. But I have had a week. Um, and rather than come on and be like, it was okay, I'm going to be vulnerable and tell you all, like, I had a very awful mental health week. Like, I... Yeah, me and Kaylee didn't talk. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been... So 
beside myself with my mental health that I couldn't text her. And this week, I couldn't. Like, I could barely manage to be a human that had a job. So maintaining other people's emotions, maintaining conversations um, just was not in my mm-hmm. scope of abilities. Um, so I simply survived and did nothing other than the bare minimum of showing up for my job and coming home. And sometimes you have to do yeah, that. do it. And, I mean, it just helped me to realize, because I really haven't been in a bad place like that for a long time, that it is so easy to look at people and tell them, like, you know, it's just for now. Like, give yourself time. Give yourself grace. Like, give yourself the ability to, like, just be where you're at right now. And it's really hard when you're in the midst of a losing battle mm-hmm. is what it feels like. Um, the last thing you want to do is give yourself grace because you're like, why the fuck can't I pull myself out of this? Like, why am I well, stuck? Because you're already so down and then you're just like, whatever, yeah. you know, and then you make yourself yeah. so for feel worse because you're like, why the fuck do I feel like this? Exactly. And I mean, I especially struggle during times like this and take with taking care of myself particularly mm-hmm. because I find myself angry. I'm angry that I still have to take care of a body that is convincing me that I don't want to be alive. But I still have to take care of it, fuel it properly, bathe, wash my face, brush my teeth, do all these things. And I'm like, I don't want to take care of you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like... I have to fight to keep you alive. But then if you don't take care, that's going to make you feel worse. Yeah. And that's my next note is the feedback loop of depression and exactly how I get into my most depressed moments is letting go of the things that get me out of it and keep me out of it. Mm -hmm. And so drinking water, proper hygiene, keeping a clean home, journaling, speaking positivity into my daily life, all of these things are things that i let slip one by one. And then I can feel myself backsliding into my depression. And then I get to a point sometimes where I'm like, I just can't do the simple things mm-hmm. right now. Like I, I can't manage. And yeah. so it gets worse. Um, for instance, I got disposable plates and silverware because there are just times when I slide into this mode And this isn't for, like, my daily life when I'm feeling fine. You know, like, I'll do the dishes, whatever. But when I'm feeling this way, just to be able to toss the shit out. You gotta be able to do what's easy, though. Exactly. Because it's like, I don't want to feed myself because I see feeding myself as cleaning all of that shit up Mm -hmm. after, too. So it's just something I had to do. But um, in all reality, to get out of that feedback loop, You have to break it Mm -hmm. and do the hard things in the short term so that long term you can feel better. Yeah. And it sucks. So that was a lot of my week. But I feel like really I'm entering a time in my life where I'm starting to do things that bring me long term peace. Mm -hmm. Instead, um, I just struggled a lot longer than I typically do. So today I really spent time cleaning up my space, investing in making myself feel good, you know, hydrating. Yeah. 
When I think we're, it sucks in like the part of life we're in, in the society we live into, because you always hear about your mom or their mom who sometimes worked or they stayed home and they were able to keep a house a lot better. Mm -hmm. And so you always compare and you always are just like, because I go through it too. Um, I have gotten to the point where like, if it's really bugging me, I'm like, fuck, Austin, we really, like, can we really, can we do the dishes tonight? Like, can you please help me out? I just don't want to see him in the sink, you know? But I know if I didn't have that help, which so I can't imagine, like, like, I know how you are feeling. But then, like, I am feel like I'm blessed because I have his help because I'm just like, I cannot do it, but I also cannot look at it mm-hmm. without getting pissed off. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I spend a lot of time feeling that way. Yeah. Just angry. I'm angry at me. I'm angry that I let it get to that spot. But I'm angry if I have to do it that night because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I can't manage to do one more fucking thing right Mm now. And I mean, I had to go to the grocery. I was telling you this earlier. Like Mm -hmm. I'd put it off for damn near a month. I didn't have anything. I didn't really care because I wasn't feeding myself anyways. But then it got to a point where I'm like, Okay, you're literally, like, eating a cookie (laughs) and drinking water and going to bed. And it's not because you wanted a cookie. It's because you needed a little something to, like, not wake up in the middle of the night starving. Yeah. Um, So I went, and I had to clean out my fridge and freezer from all of the graveyard of items of shit (laughs) that I'd forgotten about. That were in the fridge. I feel like that's normal, though. It is. But immediately, this is a different thing that I'm trying out right now. I made a list of everything that I got. Mm-hmm. But instead of a list of the items I got, I put meal ideas with those items together. Yeah. So it's like I'm looking at a menu. Because with my ADHD and then sometimes when I am struggling more with being depressed, I feel like an idling sim. Mm-hmm. Like I'm literally standing there waiting for instructions on what the fuck to do. And so having it laid out like a menu, instead of opening my fridge and seeing, I literally see ingredients. I don't see things like foodies do where they're like, oh, I can put this ingredient with this. Like I don't fucking see it that way. I Mm -mm. see it as a task where I like have to think about it. And you have to cook it. Yeah. And you have to do the dishes after you cook it. It's so many different steps. (laughs) So I took one step out and I like made a menu for myself. So hopefully that will help me. It's so funny you said the thing about the Sims because someone at work literally compared to their lives. They're like, I feel like I'm just a Sim waiting for someone to like walk yeah. me to the bathroom or like just like a robot, you know? Give me directions on what the fuck I'm doing. Yeah. And it's so funny because when you're growing up, you want choices. You want to be able to choose for yourself <laughs> yes. and you want to be able to ignore what people say and not be told. I am begging somebody at this point, like, please instruct me on what the fuck to do. Because I, some days, I'm like, if I make one more decision, I'm going to fucking lose it. Like, I'm going to fucking lose it. Yeah. And that's why, like, when I was in a relationship, he was so understanding because he would ask me what I wanted to eat. And I'm like, I am maxed out Mm -hmm. on decisions tonight. I was like, you know what I like? I need you. Yeah. To decide. 
Yeah. And he would. He would never make me feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I know some people are not lucky that way. No. Some people make them feel like shit. Not at all. They're like, but, why can't you just pick? Because you're going to say no to everything. Yeah, or like these motherfuckers on TikTok, they're like, show me a girl that knows what she wants to eat. And I'm like, I just know your wiener's small. <laughs> like, that is some dry pussy energy. <laughs> like, ain't no girl getting wet for you. I can no. promise that. And why wouldn't a man want to, you know, like, throw out some ideas? Try. Or like, I know what I don't want. Yeah. I don't know what I do want, but I can tell you, like, I really don't want... This is what we do. When we pick where we want to eat, we're like, I really... I don't care where we go, but I don't want Mexican or I don't want Italian. Like, Mm -hmm. pick something. Yeah. And then we're fine. But But we like the same food. (laughs) Yeah. That's true. I was going to say, though, today I got so emotional because randomly a song popped into my head that I loved when I was younger because I loved 13 going on 30. It was a comfort movie for me. I was obsessed with it. Like when I was younger, I still do this to this day where I will watch movies over and over because it just like, I know what's going to happen. It's Mm -hmm. predictable. I know when the sad part's coming. I really struggle with new shows because of that. But it's Vienna by Billy Joel. Oh. And Mm -hmm. I cried listening to this song. Because, you know, I knew it was sad in the movie because the part of the movie, it was very emotional. Mm-hmm. But hearing him, it was like what my soul needed mm-hmm. to hear is just him saying, like, slow down. Like, mm-hmm. you can't be who you're supposed to be mm-hmm. before you're supposed to be there. Like, take your time. Like, take your phone off the hook. Like, you can miss a day. Yeah. And I'm like, I needed... Mm-hmm this song and it's almost like I feel like the universe just brought it into my mind Mm -hmm. and wouldn't you know like later on I was scrolling through TikTok and it it was one of the sounds on a song like a TikTok I saw and I'm like it's crazy yeah if you like that movie you should watch the Adam Project I haven't yet I've been yeah I've been meaning to but again it's hard enough for me to mm-hmm. sit and watch, but especially when I'm feeling this way, I have genuine PTSD mm-hmm. from watching someone great. I'm not fucking around. That like, was, I take full responsibility for that. Yeah, I was. But in, I'm also a different breed. Yeah, no, she likes watching sad shit. I've never been that way. But that movie fucked me up beyond belief. Mm-hmm. And now I, I can't watch new stuff without really knowing the trajectory of it um, when I'm in a bad place. I'm better about it now when I'm in a clear head. But mm-hmm. if I'm struggling at all, I'm not consuming new media. <laughs> like I'm watching the same comfort shows, the same. Because I just. I don't know why I'm like that. fucks me up. I wish I but could I be like, like that. I like sad music. I like, I like I can sad music too. I feel it. Even like when I'm happy, I just feel it. And I yeah. know I think about the person that wrote it or who's singing it. Mm-hmm. Or even in the movie, I'm just like, damn. I like feel their feelings. Yeah. I don't know. I know you feel them in like a nice way. I feel them in a way of like I'm taking them on. Yeah. I take on the emotion that's happening and make it my own. And then it multiplies the pain that I'm feeling, and it fucking sucks so bad. Yep. 
but I was talking to you about this earlier. I feel like I'm struggling so much right now because I'm in like a transitional period in my spiritual journey mm-hmm. where I'm not falling into old patterns and I'm, I don't have that same path lined out for me anymore, but I'm still waiting on my new path. Mm-hmm. So I'm in quite the limbo right now and I'm feeling lost. Yeah, but I think that's how we're supposed to feel when we're going through it. You know, what's funny is I saw a TikTok, and I hadn't texted you. I haven't, we haven't really talked this week, Mm -hmm. but I literally saw a TikTok where it was like, hey, have you been feeling this, 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 this? It was like headaches, nausea, anxiety. Have you seen spiders? In your vision? No. Literal oh, spiders. Literal spiders? And I have in my fucking house. Austin had to kill two the last two days. Mm-hmm. And that's all that TikTok. And they were just like, well, don't be alarmed. You just jumped through, you know, another timeline. Yeah. And I like, saw a TikTok like that, too. I'm like, oh, my God. I know. I'm like reading my fucking mind. But then I think to myself, I'm like, I'm still in the same. I'm still in the same place. So what does it mean? I think that's where I get lost and they're like, oh, this big thing is coming. You're jumping to this timeline. Yeah. And then. I can't really speak on it because I haven't looked. I've only recently been hearing about that. Mm -hmm. And again, it was one of those things where like, I'm typically curious enough to figure it out. I, this reminds me of a meme I saw years ago. Where it says, <laughs> it was like in August when there's warm weather and I've, you know, it's like you go out and have a really good night. It's warm weather, getting your back blown out by a hot dude. <laughs> You're going to be really glad that you didn't kill yourself in February. And that's me right now. <laughs> I'm just fantasizing about how good my life's about to get. Uh-huh. And I'm like, all right, bitch. Mm-hmm. You, you have been through so much worse than just the emotional turmoil you're putting yourself through. through right now. If you're going to let this take you out, you don't deserve what good's about to happen. Mm-hmm. And that's how I keep on getting yeah. myself. And I feel better today than I have probably in weeks, to be honest. Because she got to see me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, even last week, I, I was putting on a, a front... For, I feel like, probably a full week before I really was just, like, mm-hmm. done. I was like, I can't, can't fake this. No. And so I know we always go back to our childhood trauma <laughs> with everything, but it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. It shaped who we are, and I feel like you yeah, really... hold it in. This is literally what you were just saying, though. We were modeled... By our moms mainly, that if you are not giving 200% and constantly working, being productive, doing whatever, Mm -hmm. you are not worthy. Mm -hmm. And it's not like we outwardly heard, like you're a piece of shit if you're not doing. Oh, yeah, no. You know, but it was implied. It's like I wasn't able to enjoy my summer because I had all these chores that had to get done and mm-hmm. I needed to be worth something, yeah. you know, or like they worked 60 hours a week. So why shouldn't mm-hmm. I have to do that type of mentality? Yeah. 
And it sucks to yeah. feel like that's the only way that you're worthy. It does. And it's like, they're like, oh, well, I was able to work and keep a house. I don't even want to fucking hear about it. Like, yeah, yeah. when you had four kids to fucking help you. I mean, help. And then a husband. Mm-hmm. And you got to stay home for four years. Yeah. Luckily, my parents never say anything like that to me. But I do. I've had those conversations where it's like, well, I had to work 70 hours, blah, blah, blah. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, you also decided to have three kids. I am struggling for me by myself. And it's not like I irresponsibly like did anything bad or like I'm a single mom. I don't know how the fuck people do it. Because Bitch, me the fuck either. I can't take care of me. I'm not even talking about financially because I know that there's like programs and things to help. I'm talking no. about like mentally. How the fuck do you do this? How do you exist and provide you by put on yourself? You a really great face. Yeah. And I mean, I mean you, you have, have to. to. But I, I mean, am... I'll never let Maisie know. Yeah. I mean, but... This is all to say I am fearing I'm coming to a place where the burnout that I'm feeling right now is irreversible. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I can take time off of work and come back feeling replenished at a normal time off. Because, you know, I just took a week off at the end of February and I feel worse mm-hmm. coming back to work. Because you saw what life could be like when you weren't working your fucking life away yeah and that's the issue exactly like i saw with maternity leave and people are like oh that's a vacation first of all it's fucking not and not and Maisie was a good baby but still but i had five months off Mm -hmm. yes i was taking care of my child for four months of it but like there was no responsibility besides her or myself. Life, like living as like you just living. and taking care of her. Yeah. Yeah. Like normal shit. But now I have to do that same shit and add work to it. Yeah. And I mean, doesn't it just make you want to like time travel and beat the fuck out of whoever came up with capitalism? Because yes, I truly, I want to go back and just slowly torture. Not even just like pew. I'm talking like waterboard. <laughs> Type shit. <laughs> Dexter is ass. Uh, genuinely. But, but like. <sighs> yeah, I agree. Because I'm like, we're only 28. We're only 28. I'm not even 28 yet. Almost. Two months. Maybe. And we are already burnt out. Yeah. Have been. Have been. I know I can at least say for myself it's been for the last three, four years maybe. I know yours is probably a lot longer. But how old were we when we got fucking jobs? Fourteen. I mean, but I never I never minded because I was working for something to do outside of school. I didn't do activities. Well no, but so I'm I saying feel like that's, that was fine. But then the moment it became the way for you to live, mm-hmm. 
that's when it gets, you know, it's like, oh, well, this isn't fun anymore. (laughs) Well, not only that, but I was never taught what to do with my money, Mm -mm. how to invest. Um, I was never taught how to truly budget. Mm -hmm. I was never taught what a 401k versus a Roth IRA is. I didn't, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. So I wasn't saving. Mm-hmm. I wasn't investing. I wasn't doing shit with the money I was making. So I had nothing to show for all of the years that I was putting in. Yeah. And then you get to this point and you're like. But yet our parents have. I don't know about yours. I know mine have. Yeah. Like. I mean. It's not like they have some incredible savings, but my parents are able to retire in the next couple of years. Well, no, I'm just saying they've probably invested. I know my parents have invested. They have. Yeah, my mom has like an employee match. All their shit. I'm like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get that to a point. Because, I mean, every, most jobs are offering 401ks. But that's not better but than a Roth IRA. No, fuck no, it's not. And people don't tell you that, and that's why. They don't want you to use one. Well, the thing the thing is, it everything in capitalism that is openly given to you as knowledge is meant to keep you poor. Mm-hmm. And that is part of the scary thing when you're growing up is recognizing that unless you're going to delve into it and specialize in something, you are simply going to learn enough to do what you need to do, mm-hmm. work for 50 years, yeah. And give 48 of your weeks a year to a job that's burning you the fuck out to feel sad and bad mm-hmm. when you're taking your earned time off. Yeah. To take a sick day. It's terrible. It's awful. And this all results in what our main topic today is, and that's burnout. Um actually have the symptoms if we want to go over it. Well, I was going to say I'm going to go over this case study that I was reading about. Oh, yes. Um, but it's called The Biology of Burnout, Causes and Consequences, which is a study done by Adam Bayes, and it was published in November of 2021, so very recently. Um, but what we know, burnout is due to excessive and prolonged ex- uh, workplace stress. Study wanted to find the biological underpinnings of burnout, focusing on the mechanisms in the physical consequences. Mm-hmm. What they found in this study is that burnout is associated with sustained activation of the autonomic nervous system and dysfunction of the sympathetic adrenal medullary access. Now I'm going to go over what yeah. all of this means in a second. Uh, with alterations in your cortisol levels. Limited studies have also shown altered immune function and changes in other endocrine systems. Consequences of burnout include increased allostatic load, structural and functional brain changes, excitotoxicity, systemic inflammation, immunosuppression, metabolic syndrome, cardiovascular disease, and premature death. Limitations of the study are, you know, variability in study populations, uh, low specificity, of burnout measures, and it was a cross-sectional study, so basically they compiled a bunch of studies that have been done, um, so they weren't in control of anything. Mm -hmm. Anyways, I was looking at what some of these things are because I'm like, okay, I know adrenal, that has to do with, like, obviously your adrenaline, so Mm -hmm. your fight or flight and stuff, but I was like, what does this mean? So your adrenal medullary 
access or the medulla of the adrenal gland. Um, it's the most inner part of the adrenal gland and it is in charge of secreting those hormones. Mm -hmm. So when you're having dysfunction of that, you're having too much of your adrenaline released at the wrong times, which happens a lot when you're anxious and your heart just starts racing. Yeah. Um, but according to the Cleveland Clinic, cortisol helps in the regulation of your body's stress response, controls how your body uses fat, protein, and carbs, so basically your metabolism. So you're looking at alterations in those levels, uh, meaning you're going to be carrying fat differently, which it stores around your waist uh, as a woman, uh, like your lower stomach mostly. Mm -hmm. Um, Science Direct defined allostatic load as the cost to your body due to chronic exposure to elevated or fluctuating endocrine or neural responses resulting from chronic or repeated challenges that the individual experiences as being stressful. So what's fucking terrifying about this is I was researching that and what the effects are of allostatic load on our bodies. Mm -hmm. And basically your body becomes so accustomed to the level of stress that you're having and it's trying to make it normal for you so that your body's not going into overdrive. It increases the amount of blood flow to your brain and heart, causes high blood pressure, fat plaque buildup in your arteries, cognitive dysfunction, and acceleration of depressed mood. <laughs> and this is only the beginning of the effects that it has on you. The excitotoxicity is the process of nerve damage or death when levels of otherwise safe as well as necessary neurotransmitters become so high that they result in excessive stimulation. And then it also mentioned systemic inflammation, mm -hmm. which occurs when our immune system is constantly defending our body from attack. So that results in us having immunosuppression. So I'm just imagine people that are actually immunocompromised on top of that. Mm -hmm. Precisely. And then um, metabolic syndrome, according to Mayo Clinic, is defined as a cluster of conditions that increase the risk of heart disease, stroke, and diabetes, including high blood pressure, high blood sugar, excess body fat around the waist, abnormal cholesterol levels, increased risk of heart attack and stroke. And just so you all know, it is very common in the United States, uh, contributing to more than 3 million cases per year. So basically, this concluded that research into the biological mechanisms of burnout would assist in differentiating between conditions like depression and burnout. So not hand in hand. Mm -mm. Um, and also helping with creating a treatment targeting burnout specifically. So <laughs> the, the fact of the matter here is, are we depressed or are we fucking burnout? Burnt out. As fuck. But they want to blame it on depression. Oh, you're, you're just depressed. Getting medicated. Yeah. Here, just take this medication Keep to make you... Keep being a workhorse. Yeah. Stop feeling your emotions and come to work. Yeah. Don't call out for your mental health. Yeah. Fuck that. I have so many feelings um, <laughs> behind this. Because mm -hmm. it just makes me so irritated. Yeah, and it should. We should be pissed off that we're in a world mm -hmm. where it is normal to have a heart attack in your 50s. I mean, bitch, even in your 30s. Do you know how many people in their 30s are having them now? Strokes. 
It's fucking crazy. Strokes are happening younger and younger. And then people want to blame it on the COVID shot and stuff. And I'm sure there are people, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not going to say that hasn't happened. Every, every case is different, though. Exactly. Every single but person it's like, is different. It was happening before the COVID shot. There are mm-hmm. people who haven't had any heart issues or anything who end up having a, a blood clot go to their brain and have a stroke mm-hmm. because they're so fucking stressed. Yeah. And it's probably going to be me. No, it's not. I mean, I don't want it to be, obviously, but like I'm so fucking stressed all the time. Yeah. I wouldn't be shocked. I feel like some of the symptoms that I had written down that I kind of feel like myself Mm -hmm. are just like the sense of failure and self-doubt every day. Right. Um, Feeling helpless, trapped, defeated. Not so much mm-hmm. um, detachment, feeling alone in the world, loss of motivation, um, increasingly cynical or have a negative outlook on life, decreased satisfaction and sense of accomplishments. Yep. Yeah. And I mean... I feel like I feel most of those. Yeah, you might feel some of these too. So m- the list of... Emotional and physical exhaustion related to burnout that I had written down. And you said some of these, but I'll just read the list. It says chronic fatigue starting off as mm-hmm. a lack of energy and feeling tired, but worsening and you feel physically and emotionally exhausted, drained, depleted, and have a sense of dread for what lies ahead of you on any given day. Insomnia that starts off as slight problems sleeping or staying asleep once in a while, but turns into persistent nightly issues. Uh, forgetfulness, impaired concentration or attention, brain fog. Guilty. Physical symptoms such as chest pain, heart palpitations, shortness of breath, gastrointestinal pain, dizziness, fainting, and or headaches. Increased illness, which of course is like we were talking about in the study. Mm-hmm. Loss of appetite. And then here is the long list. Anxiety, depression, anger, cynicism, detachment, isolation, loss of enjoyment, pessimism, feelings of apathy and hopelessness, increased irritability, lack of productivity, and poor performance. Sorry, guys. My stomach. Yeah. All of those. So, if we know this study, Mm -hmm. this is what kills me about the society we live in, because if we know... The study, see it, it's been done around the United States. Right. Why the fuck do we continue to allow this to go on? Because <laughs> what what do you do? And I get I get it because right. I'm not defending that we no, have no, to no. live this I'm way. Just saying, like, it's just like where does the difference come in here? You know? Like, it would take such an upturn of society to make a change Mm -hmm. because everybody's expendable and everybody needs to make money. So someone will come do your job for less money than what you're doing it at right now. So honestly, you're probably benefiting the company by leaving. That's true. So it's just, it feels hopeless Mm -hmm. and like an endless cycle that you're stuck in. 
to work 40, 50 hours a week until you're fucking 65 and maybe have two years before you die from a heart attack in your retirement. Mm -hmm. And how many people do you know that that's happened to? Because I know many people who are fresh on retirement and keel over. Probably because their body's finally like... Resting. Oh, look, we can rest. Yeah. Okay, good night. It's not used you know? to not having that constant feeding mm-hmm. in of go, go, go. You got to go. Like stress to the max all the time and they're finally relaxing and do what they want to do. I've told people at work this before and I talk to Awesome all the time. I'm like, why... And it's kind of, for me, goes along with, like, the spiritual journey, too, because I've seen, like, just some shows I've been watching or TikToks or just videos I've been seeing. Mm -hmm. It's very disheartening to see where we have come in our world because, yes, like, the technology is great because, look, we wouldn't be able to do this shit if we didn't have technology. Right. You know, like, there's certain things that... are very cool, but it's like, we are fucking up, first of all, the earth, the place that we live on, and why are we not self-sufficient enough to take care of ourselves? Like, why did we not take something from, like, our ancestors in a way, like Native Americans, people who fucking raised gardens, they ate their food healthy, like, they didn't have these, I mean... Obviously, they didn't have medicine and shit, so there's give and take. But it's like, they were probably very happy. They were probably not burned out. They got to live their life. They got to explore the earth, you know. Yeah, I feel like there's tons of give and take with it because, of course... They don't have to worry about certain things, but they sure as fuck were worried about a whole bunch of other things. Yeah. You know, predators we don't have to worry about, hunters. It, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be back there, but I do agree that technology is an issue because I know that a lot of people are going to relate to me when I say I escape. Mm-hmm. I totally dissociate from mm-hmm. my life being on my phone. And when you think about how lonely your life is, because take away the phone, you're sitting in one spot by yourself sometimes, mm-hmm. for me, all the time, alone in my room. Instead of going somewhere, mm-hmm. doing something, experiencing something, and it's it's very sad. Yeah. But... That's something you have to actively try and change. But I think our issue is figuring out how the fuck to escape burnout. Because as average Americans, Mm -hmm. there's not an escape. And it's why so many people are just up and quitting their jobs and living off of credit cards Because it's way better to incur that debt than it is to shorten your life because you're so fucking stressed at Mm -hmm. your job. But how do you find a job that is fulfilling enough for you to not want to die? Because at the end of the day, unless you're profiting off of 
a hobby you just genuinely enjoy doing, Mm -hmm. you're not going to want to fucking wake up every day and go to your corporate job. No. (laughs) I don't know who does, truly. Like, I don't know who wakes up and is like, yes, I fucking love working my nine to five. And not doing anything else in my life. But reality, it's 7.30 to 7. Yeah. Because of traffic yeah. and getting ready and sitting like... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Nobody enjoys that <laughs> except for the people that are making all the fucking money off of the people that work for them. Mm-hmm. In all reality. True. But... And they don't even have to work. What are they doing? Yeah. They're on a yacht. Enjoying well, their money. I think part of that is them having already worked their way up or created said company in the first place. Yeah. But all of this is to bring some of our solutions to burnout so that if anybody relates to this, which I'm sure a lot of people do, um, there are some things that you can implement to not only replenish yourself uh, in the short term, Mm -hmm. but also to pull back and long-term have some good results from this. Mm -hmm. Um, You can go first. So this isn't researched. This is just what I personally feel is most beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. Um, pulling back and taking a full day to just distance yourself. And I know this isn't possible for a lot of people. And it was very hard for me to do too. Taking a step back and evaluating what your life looks like. Mm-hmm. And seeing, is this job really worth the amount of stress I'm incurring? And... Also looking at, am I exerting too much energy Mm -hmm. for not only what I'm being paid for, but for my job title? So for people like me, I put in 110% for my job. I go way above and beyond what my job title is at all times. And so I had to look at it and say, okay, what would a normal person in my position be doing? And start doing that. I can tell you. feels like the bare minimum Mm -hmm. to me but it's not it's literally what a normal person would be doing and that has helped me so much I am that normal person at work yeah I know I've slowly gotten to that point I wasn't before but I think with this new job that I'm at now I'm like I'm only doing my job and I'm gonna go the fuck home because I just... Yeah. I mean, I, I've been here for yeah. over a decade, so it's No, little, I know. But... A little hard. I mean, it, t- it takes a little bit to get there. Because, I mean, I was that way at the daycare, the insurance company, all that. I was, like, mm-hmm. gung-ho, ready to do everything. Yeah. So, that has definitely helped me. I feel like that's also a long-term help because it changes the way that you think about how you need to be working. Mm-hmm. Um... And then short-term slash long-term, investing in things that fill you up outside of work. 
So instead of coming home, dissociating, getting on your phone, distracting yourself from your life, finding things that you can do that are hobbies um, that make you feel whole in that moment. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit if it's coloring in a coloring book. Doing Sudoku, knitting, crocheting, losing yourself in a video game, it doesn't fucking matter. Mm -hmm. Gardening, going outside, something that you can look forward to after pouring yourself into a job. Mm-hmm. Perhaps finding a new job. Perhaps living on a credit <laughs> card for a couple months. Like whatever game plan you need to put into place mm-hmm. to make sure that you are going to stop dreading your life is what you needed to do and like not feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stop letting society put these made up like everything's fucking made up. And of course there's shit that we're never going to be able to avoid because duh. But well, I mean, and half the people that are rich or do social media or anything else, they said fuck you and your opinions. I'm going to do what I want and now most of them make really yeah, good money, you know. Exactly. So set Live your, your own parameters around yourself and be fierce about it. Look at what you want your life to look like. Mm -hmm. Look at what makes you jealous. I posted a story about this earlier in the week. Mm -hmm. Look at what is making you jealous when you look at other people's lives and pursue that jealousy because that is ultimately what you want. Whether it's that love that someone else has, whether it's a job someone else has or a lifestyle, Mm -hmm. pursue that. That is your vision board right there is what is making you jealous because that is what you're missing and what you want. So that would be my advice because that's what I'm currently doing Mm -hmm. and feeling revitalized with. Because when you have a passion that you can focus on and you're like, this is temporary. Yeah. Like where I'm at is temporary. It changes your mindset and it kind of gives you that extra willpower to push through your nine to five or whatever the fuck your schedule Mm -hmm. is. To get to the next level. Yeah. Mine advice is probably a little different. It's going to be more on like the mom side, I guess. Because it's a hard being burnt out and also having a kid. Because it's no stopping ever. Um, but I know some things that I have done but also that I lack sometimes. Definitely prioritizing self-care. So whether that's making sure you take a fucking shower, like take a shower. And if you're single, like if you're a single mom, put your kid in a playpen in the bathroom or outside of the door, like get in the bath, put them in the shower with you. You know, like do whatever you need to do. Wash your face. Make yourself feel good because I think that that helps me. Like I know when I'm able to like do my hair, actually wash it and feel clean, I feel much better about myself. Um, I know for me being outdoors is very big. Like I don't like sitting in the house if I don't have to. And so I struggle here in Kentucky when it's winter time. Or springtime, because um, I try to be outside as much as I can. 
Um, that helps me, the clean air, just seeing nature. Another one would probably be... Mm, just step away from your kid. Do your own thing. I think that's the best thing. Like I think when me and Kaylee can meet up once a week or if I can leave her with dad and just go do my thing, that will make you feel a lot better and leave. F- fuck mom guilt. Like it's hard because I have a hard time with it, but fuck it. Don't let people make you feel bad for doing what you need to do for your life because as long as your kid is loved and fed and healthy, it's all that fucking matters. And it's not their life to live. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. And also, if you're doing something that's ultimately going to make you feel recharged and like you can love them better, why the fuck wouldn't you want that for someone? You know? People are fucking like, especially other moms. And I don't know where this came about in society for another mom to judge another mom because Mm -hmm. fuck off, first off. But like nobody likes it, so I don't know why anybody does it. I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah, like do what you need to do for your child. I mean, unless you're like hurting them, then well, obviously people are gonna there, you know, there's, there's a lines. line here that I feel people know that we're not crossing when we say that. Um, but like I remember, somebody said like, "Oh well, you don't get to see her all week." Um. Why don't you why are do you getting stuff a with her on the weekend or something yeah. like that? Yeah, or like, why are you getting your nails done, bitch? Why can't I get my nails done? She yeah. can hang out with her dad. See, I'm not cut out for people <laughs> talking to me like that because, on oh God, the second they say that, I'm like, why aren't you minding your fucking business? Is I mean, actually the question here. Yeah, like, and why does it matter? Yeah, why does it matter? Because I work my ass off. During the week, and yeah. I still go home, and I work my ass off being a mom. So, yeah, when the weekend comes around, I still make time. Like this weekend, I make time for everything, and I'm trying. Like we did dinner last night with the family. Today we had a play date, a birthday party, pictures with family, came here. Like I'm doing what I can to make everybody happy. And then tomorrow I have one more other thing to do. And then I'm going to fucking rest. As you should. Like. Which is why we try to do this before Sunday. Yeah. So that Sunday we can take that time to really do the things that we need to do to make sure that during the week we can be present where we need to be. But on Sunday we can just exhale. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, I'm where I'm at today. And I'm going to be present with that. Yeah. But that doesn't make it easy. No. And it, and that's the part we were talking about earlier is like when I do have that day to finally rest, I'm like, I'm doing something wrong. Or I'm, something's missing. Yeah. Like, like I'm not doing I something. Need yeah. To be moving. I need to be. You feel guilty. Just I'm overall, like, you're like, oh, I don't have anything to do, but I feel like shit right now. Yeah. We should not feel that way. Don't feel that way. Let yourself rest. Just let yourself rest. Because, and I don't think we said this before, but 
people who are burnt out. Once you get out of the burnt out stage, if you ever can, Mm -hmm. it takes about three to five years to recover from burnout. So we've heard. Yay. (laughs) But how do you even begin that three to five years? How is that even measured? Uh, I don't know. I'm jealous of the people who recovered. I know. Because, I mean, like I said at this point, I just, I don't know if I will ever be the same person I was. I was never, like, bright-eyed and bushy-tailed, you know? (laughs) I've always been kind of dry, but I just have this total shell that comes Mm -hmm. over me to protect me. You know, sometimes, like, I wonder, too, if that's why... Some parents are so, like, cynical towards teenagers or just kind of rude. Like, not rude, but they're just like, oh, they're happy now. Just wait. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, I've started to catch myself um, being angry with people younger than me because of decisions they're making. And I'm like, I get it now Yeah. because I look at that and I'm like... If I was that age, I would do it so fucking different. I would do it so fucking different. And they're fucking squandering it right now. Mm -hmm. You know? And I don't want to feel that way. I don't want to be the old person on their porch yelling at the kids to get off the grass. But when I'm watching them do this stupid shit when I'm advising them. Yeah. I'm like, you fucking idiot. I'm telling you from experience. Like, I'm not just telling you to waste my breath. I'm trying to help you. Yeah. But then I think back on that time when people of my try life, to help us. And I'm like, I was careless You're as like fuck. This. Yeah. And I mean, I'm still like that when people give me advice. I'm like, suck these nuts, bitch. I'll <laughs> I'll learn the lesson the hard way every time. That's how I've always been. But it's like you look at them and you're like, Y'all fuckers are so dumb. Y'all fuckers are so dumb. Yeah. But it's all about spending money and anal at your place. <laughs> yeah. That's what they do talk about. But I'm like, anytime I ever hear someone say that they're a virgin, I'm like, keep it. Do not fuck with these people. Like, on God, like, the biggest regret I ever have is losing it to who I lost it to. And also, I just wish I hadn't given that part of me to so many people. Mm -hmm. And this is not to slut shame or obviously because I'm the sluttiest of them. But it's like... I enjoyed that exchange with certain people, mm-hmm. but when I look back on all of the people that I share that with, I'm like, bitch, where was the standard here? Because you didn't have one there for a minute. But no one, not everybody, but most people don't at that, you're young, you're having fun. Yeah. Like, I feel like it's Again, just a thing. not shaming myself for the choices I made, but kind of, but I'm just saying like, That's something that I had to work through, Mm -hmm. and I no longer regret it. But when I was younger, I'm like, damn. Or like when I had to tell Uh my ex when he asked me how many people I was with, and I was like, I am not telling the truth to him because I could see it in his eyes. So I lied. (laughs) Not today. (laughs) I'm like, you can go ahead and put a like um, exponent next to that. (laughs) That number. And that's the true one. <laughs> I mean, six to the fourth. It's like power a, what J. Cole said. 
He's like, she said she only fucked like four or five dudes. So, you know, you got to multiply by three. (laughs) And when I first heard that line, I was like, damn, who let him know? (laughs) Yeah. Who's spilling our secrets? Yeah. No fucking kidding. Anyways, I saw this tweet, though, that reminds me of it said, why is monogamy a thing these days? You need at least seven people to rent an apartment. <laughs> like seven incomes. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was like, run me my wives. Hey, listen. At this point, the way that this apartment is bending me over backwards with rent, <laughs> and I'm in like a cheaper apartment for around here, a nice-ass apartment for cheap around these parts is hard to come by. And I am still... <laughs> Struggling. <laughs> Drowning. Literally. I'm like, the water is here. And I, every once in a while, I'm like, <gasps> I'm right back under. Well, yes. But you know what? I make time for my hobbies every once in a while. <laughs> and God damn it, guys. <laughs> if I'm not thriving right now because of that. But she looks good, too, doing it. Oh, yeah. Nails done, lashes done. She's prioritizing that self-care. That 20-pound anxiety, like, (laughs) weight loss. She hits different. (laughs) Everybody's like, you look so good. And I'm like, I am so fucking sad. (laughs) But at least you don't have that fucking stress weight. Because I do. I also carry it still in my stomach, so... This bitch is lying. I do have a little pooch. And she I did carries not it in her boobs. create a human, so I have no excuse to have it in my stomach anyways. So. She doesn't have a stomach. It all goes to her boobs. It does not go to my boobs. Thank God. <laughs> I'd rather go to my stomach than my boobs, to be honest with you. These shits turn into a fucking life saver. Just throw me in the water, float away. <laughs> Can't breathe. Yeah, I get in a pool right now. If I'm wearing a thing like a looser top, they just like put up. At least you know you'll never drown. I don't know about that one, bitch. <laughs> if I get pulled out in like a riptide or something like that, fucked. You know what's really fucked up? Mm-hmm. Talking about this shit. Looking at baby life jackets. Read the reviews on them. Read no. the motherfucking reviews. No. Because you know how they have that thing in the back mm-hmm. for the kids where yeah. it like flap? Yeah, they go forward. They ain't turning over. That shit is drowning them. So you better hope they don't squirm and they just... What is the point of that? They're just like this. Yeah. What's the point I don't of the fucking thing know. in the back? I don't fucking know. But I'm glad someone told me about it. Well, I mean, I feel like the inventor knew what they were doing. And they're like, if y'all need some assistance. <laughs> I know that's fucked up, but it's like, what a, what fucking other reason is there? I get that it, like, maybe it's more of buoyancy on the back, but, like. But what kid is not going to fucking flop around when they get scared in the water? Tell me. I'm flopping around when I get scared in the water, so I definitely know the kids are. Exactly. And then there's no turn. I mean, they are stuck. Yeah. It's like, 
<laughs> I can just imagine your face when you're reading these reviews. You're like, yeah. So, well, read your reviews on your life jackets, parents. I guess I should get a life jacket. I can't swim. Yeah, they- <laughs> Where are you going to swim in? At the pool? Nowhere that my legs jacket? can't reach. <laughs> I can't tell you. though. That's why I was so scared when we went to the lake. They're like, oh, get in the raft. And I'm like, how deep is this shit? And they're like, really deep. feet? Like, super, feet? super Maybe. deep. Almost 100 feet deep. And I'm like, okay. Um, so. We have floaties. No. Yeah, I was in a raft, but. If that shit flipped, I don't know. There's debris floating in the lake anyways, so you feel the shit touching your feet. And I'm like, is this the end of my life? I hated it until I got drunk enough not to care. That happened pretty quick. It did. They had this fucking drink that was like literally just rum. Water. A little bit of water. And crystal crystal light. light. And then they froze it so that it was like a popsicle kind of thing. Yeah, that shit fucked us up. I think I saw videos. Fucked <laughs> us up. Oh, my God. And that was when me and Mr. Tito's were best friends. <laughs> so I already had a life boat just like <laughs> tube built in around my stomach, <laughs> keeping me afloat. That weekend was wild. It was. We were fucked up at dinner, too. We went and got Mexican oh, we food. Mexican. We were all fucking sunburnt. We were burnt. We were still drunk. I was like in and out of consciousness at that table talking about stuff with them. I don't even know what we talked about. I don't even know. Well, I got invited on family vacation and then uninvited. Yeah. Because she's like, yeah, of course you can come. And then they were thinking about the logistics and they're like, there's not room in this house for you to go. And I'm like, it's fine. There was barely room for us. I wouldn't have even probably remembered if she didn't clarify. <laughs> but that was fun times. It was. How did we get on that conversation? Oh, drowning. In yeah. Our life. Baby vests. <laughs> but anyways, we hope you guys got something out of this episode on burnout. And I will keep you all updated on my journey of trying to recover on every level of my mental health right now. I'm on the up and up finally, though. I wouldn't say it if I wasn't. So things are getting better. I start my period in two days. So (laughs) it's probably why most of this is happening in the first place. Fucking hormones. Yeah, fuck the hormones. Uh, Use your flow app. Ladies. Yeah, it told me I'd be feeling apathetic today. Are you? No. Mine told me I've experienced bloating, headache, and tender breast. You got them all? All three. Trifecta. <laughs> hey, listen. And this ovulation. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling it more the older you get? Ovulating? Like the pain? Yes. Yes. What is that? What is that bullshit? I think it's your body dying. And it's like, bitch, we're getting a little old here. You better put a little bun in the oven. We're not going to be able to cook it much longer. No. I mean, I don't want it either, but your body wants you to be pregnant all the time. It does. Because it's what we're Mm -hmm. made for. But I will say, 
before we part ways. I saw a clip from an episode of The Vile Files, and I think her name's Ashley Green. Mm-hmm. Um, from Twilight? Yes. She was on there, and she was talking about how her husband knows her hormone cycle. Um, so he knows. About it. Hmm? They probably talk about it. No, they do. So he knows when she's in her luteal phase and her follicular phase. And so he knows that right, like he knows precisely when her best time of the month is and then when her most emotional time of the month is Mm -hmm. so that their communication can be better during those times. And I think that that is the bare minimum, but we love it. And it is now a standard that I will be upholding in future relationships. You know, they just announced they're pregnant too. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Well, they were really tracking her cycle then, huh? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, see, I don't give a fuck about celebrities like that. So Miss Queen over here keeps up with everything and everybody. It was on uh, the Chicks or whatever, the other podcast. They post different, like, news. They keep up with all the shit. So they just posted a picture. They announced their their ultrasound. Yeah, I don't even know who she was married to. I was going to say, don't play it off like you don't keep up with celebs, though. Not like that. The Kardashians. Girl. <laughs> you, you don't. I could ask her anything right now, pop culture, and she'd be like... Let me know. Ask me. Quiz me right now. Bitch, I don't know anything about pop culture, so I don't know. <laughs> what do you want to know? <laughs> What's Kylie Jenner's baby's new name? Somebody said Jack. I influenced her. She heard our episode about me wanting to name <laughs> But, I but they also pulled jock. that out of their fucking ass, so I don't know. Well, I think she was saying it was going to be Jacques because that's his, sure. Travis's first name. Well, been a Unless junior. they pronounce it Jack, but it's spelled Jacques. <laughs> but know. Cactus Jack is his brand. As long as it's not. Wolf. Wolf. Well, it's not. Did you see that, like... Um, that was so fucking nonchalant, too. Like, no yeah, longer. We're not okay, naming him so that anymore. So. I have a theory on why she changed the name. Yeah, and she had too much hate? No, because... So the reason why I know about this drama is because I used to follow this fitness um, influencer named Tammy Himbrow. Mm-hmm. She's Australian, and she... Um, I stopped following her because it made me feel really shitty about my body. Like, honestly, like Mm -hmm. she just has an amazing body. Um, But she has two kids. Uh, Her son is named Wolf and her daughter is Saskia. Okay. Super cute. Love it. But she was really close with the Kardashians a couple of years ago until Mm. she was, I think it was Kylie's 21st birthday. She ended up at the hospital from like alcohol poisoning or something like that. Oh, good Lord. And they like distanced themselves immediately from her. And there was this whole drama of like, she almost died and you guys are like leaving her for PR. Like you don't want that. And so then she named her son Wolf. Mm. And Tammy's son is Wolf. And then- And he's like two, right? Two or three? He's like five or six. Oh, okay. He's so he's older. been around. Yeah, he might even be seven. He's like older. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so Tammy. I'm wondering if that has something to do with it because then Tammy posted uh, Look at a her. picture. I don't know about Paul Coulter. 
I, I don't, know bitch. I only know about <laughs> this because it came up on Snapchat in the stories, and I saw they made it look more dramatic than it is. But I saw do. that it was Tammy involved with it, and I was like, hmm. But she posted a picture of Wolf, and it's like my Wolf with a heart. And somebody commented and was like, said something about. Um, her naming her baby because she's pregnant right now. And she's like, IDK, thinking about Stormy. I thought that shit was so funny. Is that not so funny? <laughs> uh, I would do it. Well, she's changed the name, so. I mean, come on. Be How does that even work, though? Do they have to, like, legally go through the name change process? Or, like, do you think his name was How ever even he? Wolf? How old is he? Do you get like a 30-day return policy on names when they're a baby? You have 30 days to turn in for the birth certificate. Oh, nice. Well, he was born, remember, 2-2-22. And, and they don't have to have a... So I'm sure they did it before and they just now announced yeah. it. Yeah. They're, they're too on top shit, of their bro. shit. Well, they have enough money. They don't give a fuck about the process. Probably not. And what? They're just going to call him fucking baby anyway. Angel baby. No shade. If y'all are watching this and fuck with us... We love the Kardashians. They do. I can't wait for your show to come back. I don't know. Yeah. I love the Kardashian-Jenner family. Like, for real. I really fuck with Kim. Did you see her? Look, I said goodbye like 12 minutes ago, but here we are. <laughs> but did you see Kim on Ellen talking about Pete? No. I didn't either, but I saw like a clip on TikTok. My girl's a lawyer. And she, yeah, but he got her name branded on him. Yeah, because she was asking. That's... See, I know, but he's always been like this. But this is different. And Ellen, well, I'm not saying like, this one's different. I'm saying it's different because that's what Kim was saying. Because Ellen was like, he has some tattoos for you, huh? And she's like, well, the Kim on his chest is actually a branding. And the audience is like dead silent. They're like. Because that is power. Yeah, that is that's like pussy power. I'm trying to have. fingers nutsack. Yeah, I mean, it's if there. I had Kim Kardashian in my clutches, that's true. I'm not letting that go either, baby. Like brand my name, bitch. But I mean, the fact that she's claiming him so openly does show that it is very much reciprocated. Mm -hmm. And obviously, like branding is pretty deep. But this is really deep for her to be this open about a new relationship, mm -hmm. and I'm happy for her. She said that she took her time to find her happiness, and people are like. You did not take your time. Yeah, she did. They have been done for you, a while. You only see what the media wants you to see. And this has been like a almost two year process of yes. her trying to get a fucking divorce. Yes. And you really think this is new, her and Pete? First of all. Second of all, they it was are before so that kiss on SNL. Smart. The Kardashians are so smart and Chris Jenner works so fucking hard. This has been a while. And I'm almost sure that his, some of his sightings with different people, like Daphne from Bridgerton, is probably set up. Mm -hmm. You know? Well, they're like, probably they're all so friends. Smart. Yeah. And she's probably just like, be with other people. I don't have time to like worry about this shit right now. Yeah. But I love them together so much. I'm very... I do, I'm never invested in couples. I am invested in them. I do think it is funny, though, that like... Courtney's always been about the white men. Yeah. You know, and none of the other sisters are. 
Yeah. Zero percent. And then now that like Kim is dating Pete, people are like, oh, what's next? Chloe? Where's her white man? No. I don't think she ever will. No. And I don't think she ever will. I don't think that... I don't know. But I don't feel like... I mean, Kim, this is not her first white man. No, it's not. She was married to one for a brief moment. 30 days. 30 days. A a fleeting moment in time. But, I mean... I don't know. But... Still love him. (laughs) I heard he was slinging, so... Slinging some pipe. Yeah. Did you hear Scott making those jokes? (laughs) Yeah. Well, not just that, just everything when he was with Ariana and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. For I saw real? those sweatpants pics. Uh-huh. But I saw it on TikTok where uh, that one girl who's always on top of the Kardashian stuff, she's got, like, red hair. Oh, yes. Yeah. Or, like, strawberry blonde. I like how I'm, like, trying to stop it. And I made it worse. Anyways, she uh, posted a picture of Kim, and it was Scott's comment underneath of it and said, where's the tripod? That's what they call Pete. <laughs> uh, I wonder, though, if it started off as like a just an experiment for her where she was like, huh, let me just see what this is like, you know? And then it just slayed. And she was like, okay. I'm in. Yeah. (laughs) I hope that whatever happened happens for me. Because if I accidentally look into someone like Pete who's woke on mental health, slanging that pipe (laughs) and funny as fuck, Mm -hmm. and also the way that he stands up for her, oh my God, I will be gawking on that motherfucking dick. <laughs> that picture he sent, all the texts. Oh, the my screenshots God. in bed with your wife. <laughs> I fucking know. I fucking know. That shit killed me out, but I loved it. Uh-huh. And then the text that followed that where he's like, I will help you with your mental health. I have stopped SNL from making fun of you. Like, I'm trying here. Mm-hmm. What more do you want? Yeah. A mess. But... The messy, but yes, we're happy for them. I guess Courtney too, but I mean, I'm happy for any of them that are happy. Like, fuck it. Life's too short to be bitter. I am bitter about how much fucking money they have. And they can't share. <laughs> but we're here if they decide to. Yeah. Like open arms, accepting we will that gladly take money. a sponsorship and we will talk about you all if you want. Or, or we'll put out Chris? like false rumors that distract from the real ones. Yeah. Like Jack. <laughs> Hit us up. <laughs> We're voices of influence, don't you know? <laughs> but anyways, now that we've talked about the fucking Kardashians for 25 minutes. Um, We're going to post Kaylee's picture of her as Kim this year. And oh, my cousin shit. as Chris. Bro, that was hilarious. So she had a letter-themed Halloween party where you had to show up in a costume based off of the first initial of your name. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I'll go as Kim K. Easy. I can buy a costume that I'll wear again. High fashion, whatever. I got butt pads, too. 
<laughs> but anyways, I show up to the party and in walks my fucking mom, Chris Jenner. We did not plan this at all, but her cousin Katie <laughs> shows up dressed as Chris Jenner. I almost shit myself. I was like, there's no fucking way. I loved it. It was amazing. It was great. And then there yeah. was me. Fucking Magnum, Magnum P.I. PI. <laughs> you looked great. I'll post the Polaroid of me with Katie, and I'll post the one of me with you <laughs> as Magnum. <laughs> That'll go in this carousel. Okay. But anyways, thank you all for tuning in. As usual, we love you all. Don't forget to like, rate, share, follow, subscribe now because of YouTube. Do all the things, baby. Um, Word we'll of mouth. Please yes. share. And then DM us. Our Facebook group is live, Red Flags and Rosé. Go uh-huh. join that because we can anonymously post well, you can anonymously post yep. on there. Um, I think that's about it. 500 Instagram followers will do merch. And I think we have a couple of DMs that we're saving for the next episode. Yes. So if you want to add to it. Yes. DM us at DM Red Flags and Rosé. Anything. On Instagram or email, email us at redflagsandrosé at gmail.com. Yeah. So anyway, you want to contact us, we love to hear from you all, but we will definitely have some of those DMs in our next episode. And if we have enough, maybe we'll do a mini-sode for you. Yay! But anyways, make it a good week. We will be doing our best to do the same, and we can't wait for the weeks to come. Yep. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye!